Welcome to the tag cast, everybody. What's happening? It's Optimus, and I'm joined by the amazing Fenrir765. We're bringing you another episode of the tag cast, dropping some news, dropping some gaming, dropping some fun. How are you doing, Fen? Oh, I am fantastic. I mean, we're dealing with some uh, exorcist level microphone issues. Woo! You know, it's uh, it's pretty 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 awesome time we have here at the Tagcast. Like you just said, we are the adultgamer.com community podcast. We are community gamers that happen to also be adults. And uh, we don't have much time, but we do take whatever free time we have and play those video games. So if you uh, enjoy the show, please come join us at our Discord at the adultgamer.com. But yeah, Hop, how, how's, how's life with you, man? Like, what's uh, what's going on? It's going good. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Professor Pluto. He requested the uh, the music hop mouth to do the opening track, uh, episode one, level one from the original Doom. So that was for you, Professor Pluto. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm doing good. It's work's gotten really busy again. There's lots of good games to play. It's warming up. It's almost pool season. It's my favorite time of year. I loved the summer here in the desert. Is hot. It's almost unbearable, but I love it because <laughs> I can swim every day, and it drives the people that can't take the heat out of town. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna enjoy it here. Hey man, yeah, you're right. It's a great time here. I mean, we got flowers blooming here in the Midwest. It's uh, you know, the breeze, the beautiful sun. I can't complain right now, except for the fact I have to mow the yard every week, and you know. You don't know much about that down there. Stuff. No, we get weeds, but no grass. <laughs> That's true. Well, you know, we are yeah, a man. video game podcast that represents the adultgamer.com. So let's just talk about what we've been playing lately, Hop. I mean, if you've been listening to the show long enough, you know there's one game that we're almost always going to play, at least this year. And that is what? Black Ops Cold War. <laughs> yep, from the Call of Duty franchise. Yeah, so uh, I finished a Battle Pass, which is happy slash sad. Um, they added a new mid-season update that adds a lot of cool stuff. There's a new version of Miami Strike. I like that a lot better. I really it's like that 3v3 mansion map they added. That's a lot of fun. Um, I feel like overall the playlists are better. I like the new uh, hardpoint mode on the fire team maps, but you really need four people to work as a team. That's really fun. Most definitely. The nighttime sanatorium on uh, Zombies Outbreak is also really fun. Um, I dearly love this game this year. I think right now it's in a really good place. I just need... I think now that I'm kind of done with the Battle Pass, I'm kind of taking a break. I'm not saying I won't play it for the next four weeks, but if I do, it's going to be... few and far between um just need a little break i'm enjoying some other stuff i picked up um injustice 2 was on game pass and i installed it and i was having fun but i was jealous because warlock had all these extra characters well thanks to the xbox spring sale injustice 2 gold was on sale so cheap i couldn't resist buying it so now i also have dark side Woo! go new gods (laughs) (laughs) and then that wasn't cheap that was a good deal because i don't play a lot of fighting games and i almost was tempted to buy it it's really fun it's really accessible i think even to non-fighting gamers uh the the netherworld studios i really to me they're doing such good work there and i hate to bash 
on them again, but they're really, really making Namco and Capcom look bad with their crappy netcode and their crappy lobby systems that are in Tekken, Soul Calibur, um, Street Fighter V. Their whole systems suck for online gaming. They're not socially aware of how to make online lobbies, which is weird because some of the older fighting games like Virtua Fighter V on the uh, Xbox 360 had a perfect lobby, and you can still play that via BC on your Series X, and it still works perfectly. But yet, Soul Calibur VI lobbies crash all the time. I don't get it. <laughs> um, installed Outriders dropped on Game Pass... I really wanted to love this game, but I don't. Um, it's neat. There's a lot of good things going about it. I think the art is cool. The story's kind of interesting. Uh, I like the setting. The graphics are really amazing. The first couple of days, though, Jesus, holy moly, Mary, I got disconnected like so many times. I just, it just really pissed me off. And it wasn't like, you know, the whole game didn't crash. It would just kick me off. But you couldn't even play single player. I mean, at least. When Black Ops was crashing, I could still play single player. It was just multiplayer, and then we figured out it was something to do with party chat. But yeah, this is that kind of drove me away, and it actually drove me back into playing Borderlands, which I'm excited because there's the uh, season two uh, update, the director's cut update drops later this week. So I've been I rebuilt my Amara, I've got my flak all maxed out, and uh, I'm ready to take on some new boss raids in Borderlands. That's what I've been playing lately. What about you, yeah. friend? Yeah, Black Ops Cold War, not nearly as much as you have, but I've, I've gotten into it. Uh, I, I do like those new maps that you were talking about. They're they're smooth, they're, they're enjoyable. Um, the 3v3 mode is probably my favorite mode they have on that game right now. <laughs> it's uh, pretty fun. Yeah, it's just, and it's nice not to have to deal with all those kill streaks uh, on a regular basis. Um, I also have been toying around with a uh, Deep Rock Galactic. Uh, it's that kind of procedural generated uh, game where you are dwarves and you go into a this planet and you go into different zones and you're trying to mine materials. Uh, so it's very objective based. It's uh, up to four player co op, and I've been doing that with uh, Romano and uh, Obi and uh have not been able to link up with ghost in a while in that game uh but hopefully we can get a full crew running and i can level up and do the deep dives with them uh it's kind of like their version of a raid i guess but it's fun it's enjoyable uh i i think it's silly and goofy but it's fun oh i've also played with sith and uh primordial primordial goo as well on occasion nice uh jumped around with some dead cells for a little bit because i was just kind of bored and needed something like a palate cleanser so that's a good game just to do uh, but i do think it's fun but it's hard as hell uh and then outriders uh i totally get what you're saying hop the uh, server issues those first few days were really bad they i mean to the point where they shut the whole thing down to turn it on um again to see if that would help but it didn't uh and it's kind of silly that you can't play solo when the servers aren't working uh the peer-to-peer connection seems to be kind of an issue they have some pretty bad gnarly net code running right now so i'm hoping a lot of those things get sorted out here soon but i'm having fun with it i i i maintain i hear people comparing this game to destiny and gears and things like that i i am more of the mind it is a borderlands mass effect hybrid 
Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it, I, I feel like they're trying to do the classic dungeon crawler via Diablo or Borderlands with a little bit of Mass Effect. Uh, it, the game doesn't do anything wrong. Oh yeah, it doesn't do anything wrong. It's just not. It's just not grabbing me to want to play it. It's 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 a good game. It's very mm-hmm. well made. Um, it's just not lighting my fire. I went back and played Borderlands and instantly, and it may just be just because I fucking love Borderlands. I was just having way more oh, fun. Yeah. I was like, no, I'd rather play this. So I just kind of put it, I may go back to it later, but it, between the server issues and kind of like me just not feeling it right now, I was like, ah, I'll sit on it right now yeah. and maybe I'll come back. I get that feeling because I was there with Black Ops Cold War when the crashes were incessant with that game. So uh, Yeah, that was um, terrible. But yeah, like I, I get it. And I, I just... I I just have to kind of disagree with everybody that's comparing it to Gears and all these other games. Like they want to compare it to Gears because it has a cover system, and they want to compare it to Destiny because you have different classes and powers. I'm like, yeah, but it really feels more like a Mass Effect. You have three separate abilities you can use at any given time, uh, plus additional abilities if you wanted to, you know, change them out. And then you have the loot system. And Mass Effect did have a cover system as well. So, like, I really feel like it is true, true. more in the lines of those series than it is Gears or Destiny. But Yeah, I would agree with... with I, I feel like it's almost like, uh, like Diablo and Borderlands had a kid with Mass Effect as far as it being a classic loot shooter and not... Because it's not a games-as-a-service model like Destiny or Division 2 has, right? Like, they're not... I- you know, it's funny based on the way that they're marketing things. Like, it makes it seem like it's not a games as a service, but I feel like there's gonna be kind of some like they're gonna update it later. I kind of feel like they could. I mean, that whole Square authenticate thing. Is yeah, annoying. I think I really do think that there's gonna be more to this game than they're letting us on because of the way Avengers has turned out. Because of mm. Cyberpunk having the issues it's having, I think that they're trying to undersell the game right now. Like they're, like they know they have a solid product with the way it is outside of the server issues, um, but they have a solid product in terms of gameplay, in terms of what they have going on. So if they can just get people hooked on it, they're like, all right, and now like five months later, here's a bunch of shit that we're gonna throw at you, and you can, you know, you can join in by either paying a small nominal fee or you know whatever or pay for the paid dlc or whatever they you know the hell that they decide doing but they're gonna get the people's hooks in i also predict and i could be completely wrong but i feel like this is only going to be on game pass for a short amount of time i feel like it's going to be on there long enough to get people hooked on it and they're gonna it's gonna pull off a game pass and people are going to go, oh, shit, I need to pay for it before I lose that deal, right? Uh, yeah. All I'm going to say is I'm really, really glad because there was a minute where I almost pre-ordered the game. And then I didn't. And I'm really glad I didn't because if I had those first couple of days, I would have been fucking <laughs> livid. <laughs> I was like, are you serious True. right now? I mean, it's becoming more and more commonplace, but it kind of sucks that yeah. that's becoming a commonplace I really thing. think that... And this is getting off topic and very tangential, and I understand that. But, like, I do think we're going to see companies be more open to allowing their game launching on Game Pass for a short period of time to get their hooks into people. So then when they pull it off of Game Pass, they they buy it, and then they also stay in that system, that game, that game environment for an extended period of time. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, that would be a good way to... to- 
do yeah, just so. That. But I mean, that's it. I mean, that's all I've been playing. There's there's been a lot of games I've hovered over for a while and almost hit the trigger on or the A button to uh, go play. But uh, yeah, that's it for me. I mean, I do know that there's a lot of uh, cool stuff coming out this month. Uh, besides what's already come out these first few days. Ooh. We have, uh, well, we had that Outriders, which is out now. Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Uh, World of Demons on iOS. Eh. Lost Worlds Beyond the Page. That's on uh, PS4, Xbox, Switch, PC. Oddworld Soulstorm. That's PS, PlayStation, and PC exclusive, it looks like. Uh, Before Your Eyes on PC. Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 4. Switch and PC. That's RPG, I'm going to guess, just by that Legend of Heroes title. Poison Control, PS4 and Switch. Ashwalkers PC. Saga Frontier Remastered. Was that on Xbox already, or is that a different series? This is on PS4, Switch, PC, iOS, Android. Basically everything but the Xbox, for some reason. Here is the interesting one. MLB The Show 21. Formerly an exclusive PlayStation title. Now, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. And day one Game Pass on April 20th. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Atelier Mysterious Trilogy Deluxe Pack, PS4, Switch, and PC, April 22nd. Judgment, PS5, Xbox Series, and Stadia, April 23rd. Naya Replicant, version 1.22474487139. Jenny, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, April 23rd. Total War Rome Remastered PC April 29th. New Pokemon Snap on the Switch April 30th. A game that I'm looking forward to playing. R-Type Final 2 Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC April 30th. Um, the last one was, I believe, a PS3 exclusive R-Type Final 1, so I never got to play it. Uh, I love the R-Type series. They're the kind of games that you love but slash hate because <laughs> they're very difficult. Returnal, PS5, April 30th, and Terminator Resistance Enhanced, PlayStation 5, April 30th. Um, no real big game, interesting game updates other than I'll just mention again the Borderlands 3 uh, DLC. If you have Season Pass 2, the Director's Cut comes out. April 8th. It got delayed a little bit due to the crazy snowstorms in Texas. Um, they're adding a lot of quality of life improvements, including a, a machine that lets you uh, re-roll anointments by spending iridium, and an almost Xur-like device. Instead of a Xur, they're going to have a rare loot machine that'll be on various planets. You have to roam the galaxy and look for I'm sure that the Borderlands Reddit will keep everybody updated on that. There's new missions, new quests. There's a new vault punch card. It's kind of like a mini battle pass for each vault Hunter, where you're going to be able to unlock different cosmetics and weapons, and a new diamond loot chest. So that sounds pretty cool. All right. Well, you know, one of those games that you mentioned, MLB The Show, that that's... Yeah, Game Pass. That's fucking yeah. crazy. So not only is there, are we switching, and it's the first time it's coming to Xbox, a formerly Sony Which is made by a Sony studio. Straight. Right. It's yeah. on Game Pass. Boom. Well, to be fair, like, it, it's not a sony decision it was totally done by the mlb like mlb 
Well, well I don't blame for you. once, for one, MLB was like, "Hey, Sony, if you want to keep this license, you have to publish it on or develop it for other platforms as well." So Sony kind of agreed to it, but I guess MLB is publishing this game, which allows them to put it wherever the hell they want to, for however they want to. So they decided, "We'll put it on Game Pass," and that's where I think they're going to get a a good good amount of money is through their like microtransactions that all these sports games live off of now so uh that's really interesting i mean apparently like sony playstation players that are hardcore dedicated playstation players especially in the mlb of the show are not happy with this especially since they may have only have a playstation 5 or whatever because they have to pay for the Jackie Robinson edition, like seventy bucks or something, to get the like cross gen or something bundle so that they can play it on both systems if they have both systems or whatever in the PlayStation world. But for Xbox, you just have Game Pass and you can play it on any Xbox you have with no worry because of smart delivery. So it's definitely ruffled some feathers what is happening with this. So um some more news we have i mean there's a ton of news that's kind of come down the pipe but uh e3 hop is is a thing this year i heard ubo is flying yes. us to e3 and paying for our airbnb and uh our oh yeah too yeah and awesome. you know as as you if you didn't know already this you know podcast is sponsored by ubo and uh all all lawsuits and uh claims can be sent his way um yeah, E3 is happening this year. It's a completely digital event. Uh, there were some rumors that there would be some kind of paywall to hide content if you wanted to see it. But uh, those seem to be uh, debunked. Maybe they were planning it or talking about it and it just got out. I don't know. Uh, but they decided not to go that route. But you can kind of check everything out. But here's a list of who is planned to participate at E3 this year. You have uh, Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two Interactive, Warner Brothers Games, and, uh, oh gosh, Coke, Cock, Coke, Koch Media, (laughs) whatever, Cock Media, Cock Media, that's it. Um, Who are they? I mean... I have no idea. <laughs> There's something, right? Uh, Sony apparently is not involved, uh, or at least wasn't mentioned, uh, as well as uh, other companies like EA, uh, Square Enix, Sega, 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 Bandai, Namco, Tencent, 505, and Activision Blizzard. But some of those companies have not really been connected with E3, but they've been there around E3 at the time. Um so we'll see what happens. I'm sure uh, from June 12th through the 15th, uh, when E3 is supposed to be happening, a lot of these other companies will probably do what they do, some kind of event or something to show off what they have anyways. So uh, June 12th through the 15th, yeah, look forward. It's like Christmas for gamers in some way, right? Uh, oh, did you hear about uh, the official Battlefield account? tweeting about spaghetti no what is that oh, dude it, this is great uh this is a cool story so a uh guy like tweeted out a whole bunch of features that were going to be in uh battlefield like dude like leaking this information he said like all right 
battlefield. The next one's going to be large scale, close quarter battles. It's going to be in the modern setting, uh, up 16 up to 128 players on the PC, PS5, and Series X. Battle Royale, that's going to be free to play in early 2022. Soldiers, weapons, vehicle customization, next level destruction, stunning visual effects, Frostbite Engine, and it's going to release in the fall of 2021. So far, based on these little nuggets of details, I EA, you have my interest peaked for Battlefield. Yeah, me too. I am definitely, definitely would like to check it out. I'm... You know, nothing against the classic era of battle from World War One to World War Two, but yeah. I'm kind of over it a little bit. I, I, I really prefer the more um, Cold War through Modern Warfare era. So stuff. Battlefield responded to this tweet and said, Hashtag spaghetti. Noodly, slippy, good with sauce, good with garlic bread, is spaghetti, can be used as decoration, always available, also available as pasta. So, <laughs> I <laughs> no idea. I'm thinking that they're confirming this guy's tweet in some, you know, cryptic way. But uh, we'll see. I don't know. It, I think it was kind of hilarious that they just responded to him with uh, discussion of spaghetti and <laughs> what they describe spaghetti as is spaghetti. That <laughs> wait doesn't get any better than that, right? Um, so that was interesting. Uh, but speaking of, you, you were talking about World War One, World War Two. There's some conflicting reports on the next. Yeah, yeah. about the new Call of yeah, Duty. So, I mean, uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was Call of Duty Vanguard sets place in World War Two. Uh, Sledgehammer mm-hmm. games again, which their COD World War Two was. I mean, I've only played it recently. It was pretty cool. I didn't really play the campaign, but I played some PvP while I was waiting for them to uh, fix uh, Black Ops Cold War. Yeah. Uh, but are they saying? Uh, so it's not. Uh, it's not alternate timeline. There has been fine. really no confirmation. Like it's just, you know, all rumors still. It, they always they do this yeah. shit every year. <laughs> Except for last last year, the reveal was super late because I think of working mm-hmm. through COVID, and they had the whole big studio switch where Sledgehammer was in a restructuring, so they couldn't make the game. So Treyarch made the game a year earlier than they would have. Right, last year should have been Sledgehammer, and then this year should yeah. have been Treyarch, and then next year should be uh, Infinity Ward. So basically, Sledgehammer and Treyarch played leapfrog with each other. But um, so when you're saying like yeah, I totally agree with you, man. Like I'm kind of outplayed on the World War One and Two battle thing. Like it was fun. Like, but I think we also come from the generation of gaming where like a lot of games went to that well over and over again. So, yeah, right. Right when I was in, yeah, I was gonna say right. Right when I was in my twenties, uh, a bunch of those games. Though that's where Medal mm-hmm. of Honor started. And I don't know if you know your history with the Medal of Honor. The, some of the original guys that developed Medal of Honor broke off, and that became the original Infinity War team that created mm-hmm. Call of Duty. So that was so. We've been playing since the nineties on PlayStation. World War Two yep. shooters kind of got popular, right? When Medal of Honor they broke off and they created. Um, Call of Duty, Call of Duty got big. Uh, EA 
created battlefield. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, here we go. Um, and uh, like I said, nothing wrong with it. I just think I like I played so many of them for a while. I'm kind of. But I out. will say this: this idea that is leaked about this Vanguard being set in an alternate timeline. Yeah, that could that, be fun. But that's yeah. just for the campaign and i don't i won't be paying 60 or 70 dollars for a campaign it's gonna be a tough sale for any multiplayer shooter for me this fall as long as the beloved halo drops this fall right that's all that's gonna be my shooter this fall i've been waiting five plus years for a new halo um oh also so we talked about outriders earlier and this was kind of cool uh, Outriders will permanently brand cheaters on their screen with like a logo, saying pretty much stating that that's they're cheaters. Awesome. And that's like when they dupe things or uh, hack the like code or you know change file like .dot text files or whatever it is to like make weapons overpowered or whatever it is. Uh, they will permanently brand that account. So if they're like streaming or you know showing off anything, you will see a watermark on their screen as they're playing so i think stuff like that is awesome i wish more people would do that like i kind of wish like in call of duty and uh like their Warzone mode if there was a cheater they would like make them like you know move really slow or like do something crazy to them so that way you could always find them like you know uh like make them constant globe bright pink in the middle of the map all the time so people can see them from anywhere or whatever so like stuff like that would be kind of cool to make cheaters really ridiculous. Um, oh, now this one kind of hurt a little bit. Back for Blood got delayed from summer to yeah. October, uh, which kind of bums me out because summer would have been. Although I'd rather, I'd rather have True. it delayed and okay. be a better I, game. I'll take a delayed game that's great over a rush game that has constant server. Crashes. I will. <laughs> Just not gonna let that one go, are you? Hell no. <laughs> um, I will take a delay. Yes, I agree, and I think that them taking the time to make sure it's the best version of what they want is is the right choice. I'm glad Halo Infinite did it. Uh, I, I'm glad many other games have done it. Cyberpunk should have done it, you know. And I think this right. that is gonna be a cautionary tale for everybody going forward. But. I am kind of bummed for this one particular reason that it got delayed to October, which is going to be a busy time, whereas summer would have been like the best time for me to play this game. So always, always, they always like anytime you're like, oh, that's going to come out in summer. Nope, gets delayed for the yeah. For the so summer. that that's really a bummer. Um, this one's really cool. Uh, it it doesn't affect me at all, but uh, Xbox. Uh, Remember a couple months ago, or like a month ago, they were like, "Hey, we're going to raise the price of gold to 120 bucks a month a year," and then right. they walk that back, and they're like, "Oh, well." well Just kidding. <laughs> it's because of yeah. the internet backlash. People are like, "Great!" But then they me? said, "Hey, let's make uh, we'll make everybody that all the free to play games free, so you don't need gold to pay for that." Well, now they're also releasing party chat and some of the other uh, smaller features that. Uh, are hidden behind gold to anybody on free accounts. So you could play Fortnite or Warzone and still be in an Xbox party and not have to worry about that, which is kind of cool. I didn't realize Party Chat was hidden behind the uh, paywall of gold. Yeah, it's a gold. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you got to kind of pay for those 
that service and hosting, but uh, it's still cool that they're they're recognizing that there are so many people that only just play like two games, which are like Fortnite and Warzone. Uh, so I, I think that's cool that they're doing that. Microsoft continuing to hit that like we're the trying to be consumer friendly as possible. So a uh, couple more couple more news stories uh ninja gaiden one and two's code is apparently gone forever this happens to a lot of japanese yeah and like this is not the only story most recently that i remember reading about where their code is just gone and that kind of stinks the one that hurts the most for me because i would love to see a remake is the the source code for panzer dragoon saga Mm -hmm. the the third game in the series that was a role-playing game that was fucking amazing gone that sucks (laughs) that really does but i will say ninja kaiden is is a game i thoroughly loved uh played the hell out of it and i would love well there's still they're still coming out with the remaster i guess they just can't do the ninja gaiden black yeah, so it's just it sucks to see that. It'd be nice to see them, uh, you know, kind of go back into that IP at w- some point because I think it's an awesome IP and I, I do love that genre of game. I mean, I was never big in Devil May Cry, but I enjoyed the hell out of Ninja Gaiden uh, on the the original Xbox and the 360 days. Oh yeah, so. that was such a when it came out, it was such a beautiful. I mean. That original Xbox graphically was the sh- far ahead of its. It was the shit back then. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was kind of a bummer. And then you know, Hop, I, I can't go through another Tadcast episode without bringing up a new update to the Borderlands movie for you. Oh, no, just stop, <laughs> just stop, dumpster fire. Let's move on. <laughs> oh my goodness, they they released the plot. I mean, come on, dude, you got. Nope. You got Lilith. Nope. She's trying to find the missing nope. daughter of Atlas, nope. the founder of the nope. Atlas Corporation. Joined la, la, by la, la, Roland. I can't hear you. No. There's some things that get a little wild with what they're doing, like Krieg being the protector of Tiny Tina. Like, what? what is happening? Why are you cutting me, why? Fen? Why do you keep cutting me? Just stop. <laughs> oh, man. But did you, like... That cuts me almost as much as seeing this amazing footage of the canceled <laughs> Dreamcast Castlevania game that just hurts. Castlevania Resurrection uh, looked like it was going to be a great game. It looks like they borrowed a lot of this idea for the later um, PlayStation 2 Castlevania games. Uh, but it was supposed to be a Dreamcast version, and uh, Konami Japan and Konami USA butted heads over the project, and it got shelved. Uh, honestly, Konami needs to pull its head out of its fucking ass. They have all these great game series, and they are just shitting the bed, not doing anything with them. It's fucking horrible. I mean, I feel like that's where we're at with a lot of games right now, or a lot of companies. They have so many great IPs that they just won't go back and touch. Ubisoft has Splinter Cell. Like I have to believe something's in the works, but uh, well, yeah, especially because they've 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 crossed uh, Sam Fisher into both Ghost Recon Wildlands mm-hmm. and Rainbow Six in the past two years. I don't know if they were doing that as like a test to see how many fans 
would message them about a new Splinter Cell game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Using it as sort of a feedback mechanism. But yeah, I would think there's probably some sort of Splinter Cell game in the works based on what happened in Rainbow Six Siege and Ghost Recon. You got Microsoft with, I mean, we've talked about Crimson Skies and a handful of others. They're bringing back Perfect Dark. But that, I mean, Yeah, part of the Crimson Skies thing is I don't niche. know... Uh, well, that, but the the rights are kind of like messy because it was FASA Studios, okay. and I'm not sure if those are all in the clear. Okay. Same with with Mech Assault, Mech Warrior. Although we're getting we're getting Mech yes. Warrior Five on on uh, consoles, so that's pretty exciting. It's not quite as fun as Mech Assault, but hell, yeah, it's more it's simulator something. than anything, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Konami is really kind of screwing the pooch because, I mean, Castlevania has launched one of the, in my opinion, my favorite genres of games and oh, the, the Metroidvania. Metroid. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, Super Metroid launched true. the Metroidvania. Castlevania Symphony and I, I think, just cemented it as, as a really a, a genre mm-hmm. of its own. I mean, we all know the true goat of Metroidvania's sequel is coming out later this year, and that's Axiom Verge. I just dropping that bomb right. Still, there, have never played the first one, but I take your word for it. Oh my gosh, so good! You so I'll it. play the first one when you play Ori and go through that. So we'll make that. <laughs> we'll make that. We'll do a side by side, just play through. Uh, the- <laughs> but I mean, yeah, Metroidvania is a great great genre i mean it literally is its own genre but even though platform is technically what they want to call it i guess but i really do think that castlevania is a is a franchise that it can't stay dormant for too much longer i mean you got to do something and maybe this resurrected dreamcast disc can uh bring back some joy and maybe they can do something with that property or that that game and release it like as a uh bootleg not bootleg but a b-side tape or something they do something that's so, for sure i mean yeah so it's just been kind of a crazy time you know we have a lot of news going on uh to, oh i i think i skipped over this one uh cyberpunk 2077 still not on the playstation story yeah. now you gotta take a yeah, shot true very true <laughs> all right take a drink yeah it's, yeah i saw that story um over 100 well, days yeah it, it's still that the digital founder did a video and compared the the newest patch and what it's done for ps4 pro xbox one x and the base consoles of ps4 and xbox one uh xbox one and ps4 still run pretty bad xbox one x got a very slight improvement but it still should be better ps4 pro actually got quite a big boost in frame rate but they actually did a bunch of level of detail cuts on the game so it's still a hot mess on the last gen machines and it still hasn't been optimized for the current gen machines. And so yeah, I'm I'm sitting on a back burner until I get a Series X. And apparently, it introduced a whole slew of new bugs that oh, just I'm sure. have been a mess. I I feel bad for those developers, and I hope that they can figure it out, and maybe they will relaunch this game in a with a much more positive flow to it. But well. Right. 
at the top of the show, uh, I I mentioned, hey, you know what? We are the adultgamer.com community podcast. There we go. Uh, We we play video games. We are adults. We have busy lives, but we like to come around our consoles or PCs and enjoy some games together and also chat about them in our Discord server. So feel free to join us there. Also, if you want to join the show and come talk about something, uh, we would love to hear your input on something, any big major thing in the gaming world you want to discuss or just any tiny little thing if there's a genre that you really feel passionate about let me know in the discord uh through dm and we'll get you on the show uh but until then there's a few uh community updates things that happen on thursday nights hop tell us about it thursday nights community game night uh most folks are we're still a very xbox centric centric community but we do have a lot of crossplay games coming in the works this month uh april 8th we got tetris effect connected april 15th halo mcc i believe the pc crossplay is on i believe so yes uh spartan was trying it out for us yeah Yeah. spartan was playing with us right april 22nd titanfall 2 a tag favorite april 29th rocket league that's full Mm -hmm. crossplay across everything whether you're on switch pc playstation xbox Ouija board or Linux, you can play Rocket League. I think they even make Rocket League for an old Soviet Sovtech guitar amp. I'm not sure, but I think that I heard that. Um, Friday nights, I uh, started a group called Fight Club. We uh, play fighting games, and the latest flavor has been uh, Mortal Kombat 11, Injustice 2, and we still go back and throw down in Virtua Fighter 5 FS. These three games all seem to have the best sort of lobby systems. Lots of fun. Uh, Injustice 2 is on Game Pass. Injustice 2 Gold Edition is on sale right now. It gives you all the bonus characters. Virtua Fighter 5 FS is one of the best fighting games ever made. It's a 360 game. I think it's not more than $15. And then MK11 is on sale right now. It's really fun, and it looks gorgeous if you have a Series X console. So uh, that's my my uh, shout out to fight club finn what's going on with uh are we still doing a book yeah we are we uh, actually just had a new book selected today for the month of april and that is dark matter by blake crouch it was selected by one of our members kira and i hope you guys if you're interested just add yourself to the book club role and join in there and have some fun and talk about the book throughout the month of april again dark matter by blake crouch so that does it for another episode of the Tagcast. Again, the adultgamer.com community podcast. Yeah. Woo. You know, Hop, I, I have to say it's been a blast doing the show, and I really hope that we can continue going on and have fun uh, with it. We would love to give all the, anybody on the show that wants to join us and talk about whatever they want to talk about with video games because there's so much in this world when it comes to games and so much fun to be had. Uh, Hop, do you have any last words? No, uh, just uh, if you're interested in checking us out, go to theadultgamer.com. From there, you can go to our community Discord. Um, introduce yourself. Let us know what you're playing. You can add me on the Discord. I go by Hoptimus, and you know my Xbox Live Gamer tags right in my profile there. Uh, if you like to play looter shooters, first-person shooters like Call of Duty, Black Ops, and or uh, racing games like Forza Horizon, hit me up. What about you? Yeah, Fender765 on Xbox Live. Uh, feel free to hit me up. I'm playing a lot of Outriders, and uh, you know I'm down for most things. If uh, Just shoot me an invite, and I will 
game with whatever you got going on. I'm a pretty flexible person. I, I enjoy most things in the world, so I'm down to play and chat and talk about things. Yeah, please come to the adultgamer.com and uh, join us in Discord. And I can't leave this show without plugging the retro futurist culture hosted by our one and only Optimus. It is a fantastic show uh, about retro futurist stuff, you know. And uh, go give it a listen. You can find it on Spotify and other mediums. So uh, he's too humble to plug himself, so I'll, I'll plug it for him. <laughs> well, thank you, fan. <laughs> so, all righty. Well, everybody, have a good evening or day or morning or whatever time of day it is you're listening and or morning constitutional if that's where you listen to us. Appreciate it, and we'll catch you on the flippity flip. Bonus for Pluto. Ready? <laughs> All right, guys. Tag